This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. I'm not even a regular viewer of Game of Thrones and I know what that music is. Like, it's everywhere, right? You go, oh, I know, that's a Game of Thrones theme song. So if you're a fan of that series and you've gotten used to waiting right? Uh, Waiting for another book in the series to be written or waiting for the new season. Well, that that wait is actually going to end this weekend. On Sunday, as a matter of fact, uh, you've got all weekend to sit and watch all 73 episodes of the series, actually, and to read or reread perhaps some of George R. R. Martin's books. Uh, you're going to find out more about how that's going to unfold, the end anyway, starting on Sunday. It's hard to believe that the show premiered back in 2011. That's the same year that the fifth book was actually released. And since then, Fans have still been waiting for book six, and they wonder if there ever will be a book six or perhaps the book seven, which is supposed to be how long that series is. But I know TV people are all waiting to hear about the new series kicking off on Sunday. So we're going to talk about that now with the help of Rick Forchuk, TV and movie reviewer at rickspicks.ca and on the Jill Bennett Show here on CKNW. Hi, Rick. Hello, Simi. Good to talk to you again. Nice to hear from you, too. So are you a big Game of Thrones fan? I am. I wouldn't say I'm huge over the top, but I have watched it all. I don't think we missed an episode, and I quite enjoy it. It's spectacular. It has breadth and width and depth that we don't see much on television, and it's the most expensive TV series ever made. No kidding, right? I've heard that this is like you could make a lot of movies based off this TV series and what they've spent on it. Yeah, well, let me just let me qualify that. It's actually tied for the most expensive TV series ever made uh, with a budget of, well, over $100 million. Now, if you if you were to guess at with which series it's tied, what would you think? I would think Westworld. Well, you'd think, but it's not. It's Friends. Oh, because he paid so much for the salaries. I think because towards the end so there, weren't they salaries. all making like a million dollars each a per week. episode? That's right. Yeah. That's right. So uh, that's the uh, that's the only qualifier. It's it's huge. But most of the money, of course, here uh, goes into special effects and story uh, because uh, anything that comes out of Britain uh, with all sorts of British ties, there's a lot of Irish money in this, doesn't really operate on the kind of Hollywood star system that we're used to in North America. So they can pay these actors relatively little money. They can use the real money for stories and special effects, and away we go. So yes, it's very exciting, and uh, I know a lot of people are really, really jammed up about uh, seeing this on Sunday night. But let's be honest here, Rick. It's not really ending after this season, is it? Because see, I keep hearing every day about some spinoff here or some prequel here. Like, there's a whole Game of Thrones universe. Yes, there are actually five uh, five specific spinoffs that are currently being worked on, and there's a prequel that is being worked on, and that prequel takes place about eight thousand years before the action in Game of Thrones, and we don't know for sure yet, but it's rumored to uh, show us some of the ancestors of the people that um, we currently know on the show. So it'll be very, very interesting to see what happens. And of course, as the series plays out, Simi, over the next several weeks, uh, the big question will be who will own the Iron Throne at the end of it all, or will anyone? But I suspect someone will. And there are even Las Vegas odds makers that are me. looking at uh, They've got an online poll. Uh, TV Week magazine this week has got all of the people that are running in this thing. And it goes from. Uh, 
3.8% odds for Cersei Lannister to Bran Stark at 25%. The smart money says Bran Stark is going to be the one that winds up on the throne. What about Jon uh, Snow? <laughs> yeah, he's second, okay. 22.2%. And uh, before him, the mother of dragons, Daenerys, uh, she's 16.7%. So there's big money on this. So people are very, very serious about what's going on here. They're very serious about uh, the characters. And I quite like the show for that reason as well, because it is action-driven, yes, but it's also very strongly character-driven. And these are strong characters. They're great people that participate in this. I, I was wondering about that myself because I thought, what is it do you think about this show that attracts people? And they, it's literally like as soon as you like a character, they kill it off or something terrible happens. And yet people are su- such huge fans of this. Like, So, Rick, what do you think it is about the show? Well, that's exactly what it is. Uh, it's like life in that you can't really predict it. Um, there's a thing called television armor. Uh, television armor means that characters in regular series uh, can go, go to the brink, but they can't die. Uh, and we see right. that in all of the, you know, the Magnum PIs of this world and all of those kinds of series. There is no television armor with Game of Thrones. Uh, we can go right from the very first one, Ned Stark. Uh, it, it, this guy dies, it beheaded in front of his children. Yeah, in I the saw that last episode. episode of the season. Yeah, it was yeah. brutal. <laughs> and once we saw that, we realized nobody's safe. And I think that's part of the fascination here, because you can be a great fan of, uh, oh, Tyrion Lannister, my favorite character, uh, but you don't know from week to week, month to month, year to year, if he will actually survive, uh, because they could kill him off, because, well, that's how this show works. That is so fascinating, because traditional television was always, there were certain things that were untouchable, right, on a popular TV show, certain things that you could not do. This show has kind of rewritten all of that. Yeah, exactly, because you can do anything on this show. Now, there's a lot of criticism about the amount of nudity and the way sex and particularly sexual violence against women is portrayed. Uh, The show ran in China. China took all of those pieces out. And the series was a, a dismal failure. And not because those pieces were out, but because what was left made no sense at all. So um, it requires that. You know, George R.R. R. Martin says in his uh, in interviews uh, that uh, this kind of violence goes along with war, especially in ancient times. And to leave it out would be disingenuous. So it's included. And a lot of people don't like it. And I'm not thrilled with it either. I think there's too much. But... It is what it is, and uh, the series itself stands on its own, and the results speak for themselves. Uh, It's the best HBO series ever in terms of viewers. It surpassed The Sopranos, so it has more than 16 million viewers a week, and that's just on HBO. It it runs around the world, and on other carriers, uh, old seasons, uh, on other carriers in Canada and the U.S. Right. That's pretty successful stuff. Well, Rick, I guess I know what you're going to be doing on uh, Sunday night. Yeah, recording. That's what we do. <laughs> okay. You know what I typically do? It was, you know, Betty and I will watch the first episode of something, then we'll record several so that we can binge watch them. It's one of the things I like about streaming media. Yeah. You can binge watch a season all at once. So That's a good I way do to do own, it. Yeah, I do my own binge watching. I like that system. That I like it. Rick, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Simi. That is Rick Forchuk, TV and movie reviewer at rickspicks.ca. You'll also catch him on The Jill Bennett Show right here on CKNW. He's talking about he's a fan of Game of Thrones.